and welcome to another episode of the Asian Seller Podcast. I'm your host, Meghla Bhardwaj. And today I am so delighted to be joined by an e-commerce seller from India, Priya Sivaraj. Hi, Priya. How are you? Hi, hi Meghla. How are you? Thank you so thank much. You for, <laughs> thank you for hosting me in your podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for joining um, me over here today and agreeing to share your story. So I know that you've got a very inspiring story. And, uh, you know, you built an e-commerce business from scratch. So I'm really excited to hear about your story. So Priya, we're also going to be talking about the community that you've built around your e-commerce brand. And that's something that really intrigued me. And I think a lot of people struggle with that to build a community. So I want to specifically talk about how you've done that. But before we go into all of that, Priya, tell us about yourself, your story, and how did you get into e-commerce and what were you doing before that? Okay. So, uh, uh, I was born and brought up in a small town in India, uh, not very sophisticated upbringing. And uh, I did my graduation in engineering. I'm a software engineer by profession, crafter by practice. Okay. Uh, so, I'm a mom of a um, 13-year-old old boy and two and a half years old girl. And uh, I'm a software engineer turned uh, e-commerce. Uh, store owners and then business owners and then now uh, I'm fully into it. Yeah. So why did you decide to change your career from you know software to e-commerce? Okay. So uh, once my son happened, I wanted to be with him. I wanted to see the way he smiled, the way he walked, and the way he did all the first things and. Uh, the software job was, you know, it was not that easy for me to take care of both my son and uh, the job. So I just left my job and uh, while I was at home taking care of him, uh, my childhood passion of craft resurfaced. And then I started crafting. Have you said more? What are your questions? Yeah, no, that's that's good. So basically, you uh, started crafting, and you know, to let everybody know, your e-commerce business is around crafting. We won't mention the specific brand, but crafts is what you focus on. So okay, so you started crafting then, and how did the e-commerce brand start then? Okay, so um, uh, when I was at home, I used to uh, do art and craft, and blogs were uh, very new at that time. Uh, it was around 2007-8. So I started blogging. Whatever I did, I used to share it in my blog and share how I how I did that and what techniques I used, what products I used, and everything. Uh, so I started building a fan following for my blog. And then uh, for the kind of hobby that I did, uh, we did not find any supplies in India. It was very rare to find supplies in India. So it was all available in US and in China only. And Aliexpress was not so popular at the time. It was in US only. So whenever my husband used to travel to US, he used to bring a lot of craft supplies back uh, for me. So uh, with those craft supplies, I used to uh, do arts and crafts and then uh, share it in my blog again. And the following increased and they all started asking me, like, where do you buy the also wanted? So then I understood there is a demand for this product. So we will, con- we will try to make it a business. That's how it started. And then I was selling through blogs at the time. Even I, I used to post 
blog and then and then it really picked up so we started an e-commerce store that was in 2013 so we sell arts and crafts in the e-commerce store interesting so then it was like a shopify store that you set up at that time right or ah yes, yes. okay we set up a shopify store and um, facebook was not so popular then hmm. uh, it was only for blog and then facebook was you know it was the time it was coming up that when when we started promoting our product uh, our uh, tutorials everything on facebook instagram was not not existing Yeah. Uh, so, were you selling mostly in India at that time when you started? Uh, the e-commerce store store was completely concentrating in India, and we saw that it was picking up really well. And the number of people that started uh, doing that hobby, the art and crafts, has increased. Uh, so we we thought it was time to make something in India for the Indians. because the boarding assets was uh, very expensive and for indian market if we make something in india it will be cheaper and we can bring the same quality in india it's not that we cannot uh, bring the quality it is just we have to find the right supplier and we will be, we will be able to bring the same quality of product in india so that's what we did so we created a brand where we sell all the all the art and craft supplies uh, made in india for india and then later we started exporting that oh okay so even even now all of the products that you sell are made in india no we sell made in the old e-commerce store that in that we sell, we sell all the imported products also but in our brand we sell only made in india products Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know because a lot of the crafts and stationery products, they are, uh, you know, a lot of them are made in China and they are considered to be cheaper in China. So it's good to know that there are, you know, suppliers in India uh, to make those kinds of products as well. So then, when did you start selling on Amazon? Uh, it was in two thousand seventeen. You started selling in Amazon India. Okay. And then uh, uh, we are selling all our products in Amazon India. Okay, and then uh, when did you start Amazon US? Amazon US started one year later in two thousand eighteen. Okay, and so when you sell on Amazon US, um, first of all, you said that Amazon US is now bringing you more revenue than Amazon India, right? Um, so when you sell on Amazon US, how do you do product research to find out what product is selling better? Do you use any, you know, software tools, or what is the method that you use to decide what to sell? Okay. So as we have discussed, like I am building a community around my brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I do is I ask ask my people, my community, like what is what is the product that they want to see next in the brand, and what are the What are their needs now? How I can add value to their tracks, arts and crafts? That's what I see. So they give me a good response, like what they're looking for. Apart from that, because I'm serving a craft industry where all creative people are working, it's always uh, good to see the product in the place where the creative people hang out. I usually go to Etsy and Pinterest and uh, search for products uh, and see, uh, you know, anything that 
finds my attention and then i compare it with the response that i already got to this my uh, community and i see what is there what is trending there in uh, interest and energy and then i finalize the design or i finalize the product and then and then i also use this helium tent tool to find our demand and the keywords and then we finalize the product actually it's a mix of uh, both you know intuition and the numbers i'm not very strong in numbers but then you know whatever same here that <laughs> i have gained i do that okay yeah that's interesting so um let's talk about this community that you have uh, built and you are building already and um i saw that uh, some of your fans are you know like your raving fans they <laughs> they just adore you and that's uh, that's really amazing i mean um so how did you start building this community tell us about that okay i realized that community is something people join when they they want to find solution for the problem or they want to learn something new or they want to interact with like minded people so i i have analyzed my behaviors when i'm joining a community or what basis i'm joining a community so i realized that these are the three reasons that that i'm joining any community so that's when i started like i have to have all these in my community so that people come and join me um, so if we if we are able to give a platform where we are where we are able to solve their problems or give them new information or a platform for them to interact together people are more than happy to come and join me so uh, my initial community building started from my blog all my blog followers became my initial community after that uh, i built my community through uh, newsletters and then facebook instagram youtube where we all share uh, where we share this tutorials and how to use tip techniques diy everywhere so it's like somebody is into hobby they they they're really interested in learning all these things so they definitely come and join the community apart from that we also sometimes have incentivized the uh, people for joining like if once they join the community they get a 5% discount for the e-commerce store as a kind of coupons that we offer once they join in the community they are more than happy to interact uh, and because they understand the values that we provide and uh, the way we uh, we uh, respond to our customers and they become our happy customers after they join our community right so how do you keep uh, your audience engaged then you know like once they've joined the community once they have uh, followed your facebook group or followed your facebook page um what are some of the things that you do to keep them engaged uh, we do a lot of things uh, because we are an art and craft industry uh, it, we can always show a diy video or diy live in instagram and facebook or a diy interview with a crafter so all these we do and then we post uh, we ask questions to them like as our no questions or we conduct a poll like uh, this is a new product packaging so now you like this packaging or you like this packaging they often vote for what they like mm. so uh, and then uh, we ask we conduct more contests where you know they have to use our products 
and they have to make something and post it. So we figure uh, prizes to the winners, and then um, not only that, it's just you know any question which prompts them to answer. So any question kind of post also works, and the people comment on the post more than you know Facebook and uh, Instagram people are more happy to comment in the in our Facebook group because mm. it's more closer audience where you know only less less number of people so they are more than happy to answer there so and uh, yeah we always you know try to uh, make our posts more engaging the voice of the tone of the post will be like a question or it's always in a communicative style uh, we also have an ebook which we give gives to all customers we send it for free we send our ebook for free to all the customers now our ebook have all the tutorials the techniques how to use the product and how to take care of the product and along with that we also you know add other products from our brand and show how everything can be used together so it's a kind of cross selling and the people get to know more products of, about the brand and when they think of buying the product the next time they definitely will come back to us so uh, so we we have been releasing uh, uh, two or three ebooks so this year we are releasing another ebook and it's really helping us right so you are doing a lot of content marketing i guess you could say right do you have a dedicated person in your team to do all of the social media and content marketing So far, I'm the only person who's been doing. Oh wow! Since I hired to do it. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure okay, you have to. We have a design team. Okay. We have a design team uh, who work on the YouTube videos and blog posts. So they are the people who who create with our products and show how it can be used. Apart from that, all the social media, Facebook, Instagram posts, and uh, uh, Pinterest. everything like i heard okay understand what about live streaming have you used uh, live streaming at all yes we have used live in both instagram and facebook uh, live usually we do where we share uh, a tractor will, will be sharing a tutorial for uh, for a new new product or i use live to release the new product like i explain how the product works and what is the use of the product what is the benefit of the product uh, how it is different from the uh, product that are already existing and what is new in the product uh, what difficulty of the chapters we are solving using the product all that i explain through the live videos so uh, uh, people engage with the live content more than the regular content and live gives more reach uh, than the regular content right yeah and uh, of course i think you must have seen an increase in your sales in the last two months because of the lockdown right because people are at home and a lot of people are buying crafts and these kinds of things to spend their time so um what what are the different you know you you mentioned you you use facebook and instagram and pinterest so tell us how are these platforms different and what do you use each platform for like how do you use each platform Okay. Uh, our regular posts go on all platforms. Uh, 
uh, okay and are they the same types of posts on all platforms or do you just change them uh, a little bit depending on the platform yes uh, facebook needs a rectangular photo yeah instagram needs a square photo okay and uh, instagram videos have to be rectangle youtube videos have to be this size I think uh, a lot of people are using Pinterest nowadays as well. So do you use Pinterest for, um, you know, driving traffic to your website too? Um, Pinterest in India is really, uh, uh, really low. People okay. are not using Pinterest more. So if hmm. Pinterest is not driving any traffic for us, not uh, very good traffic for us, for the e-commerce store. Okay. And uh, for your U.S. store, you're only selling on Amazon right now, right? Not on any other platforms? Uh, we are selling in some other small stores, but uh, it's not uh, as big as Amazon. Okay. Okay, cool. So if, uh, you know, if somebody, if an e-commerce brand or an e-commerce seller wants to build their own community, what kind of advice do you have for them? Like, how should they start building a community and what, what are some of the things they should keep in mind? Okay. Building a community has its own advantages. Um, people have to leverage the power of community to take their brand higher. Mm -hmm. And for that, um, you always have to give the best product and give best services to your customers and make them interact among themselves in the community, in the group. Uh, why this is necessary? Because there is no better advertisement than a happy customer referring you and your services to their friends or relatives or through social media because it, it comes at no cost to you, but it is the best kind of advertisement, the word of mouth advertisement uh, for you to get a customer. So it is so important to build a community around you. So usually, uh, 
go to all the facebook groups that you know the your community kind of people are already there so now go and talk to them go and communicate with them or comment in their posts or you know do something to connect with them don't so you don't want you know say that i have this i have this don't you don't say that but you know you clarify their doubts or solve their problems or you tell them something new that they already do not know so you do this kind of thing so the people know that you are you know you are already there in the field you are an expert in the field and they come back to you and then they find that you already have a community and then they join the community that's how you build the community and uh, in order to bring interaction in the community you can uh, uh, you can do some contest you can you know for example even in this lockdown period we had nothing to discuss and what we did we thought we'll play a bingo game okay so it's nothing related to art and craft it's just uh-huh. a bingo game but you know hundreds of people have participated in the game and there was live that kind of ha huh? yes that's a game we were offering gifts uh from our brand but then you know it's just an interaction between the people your yeah. community people do something to keep your group alive and uh, once the community grows you don't have to go and fill in for each and every query or comment that they they are putting in the community itself will go on reply to the other queries So right. that's how it right so how do you go and find people to join your group i think that's something that people really struggle with um you know they start a facebook group for their brand but then how do they add you know where do they find the right people to join their uh, their facebook group or or you know follow their pages so how do you do that generally uh, generally we include on our newsletter like okay. we have a group you can join it and uh, sometimes we run contests in our facebook pages like join our group and get 5% or, or that kind of contest okay. we run and then usually we mention in our youtube channel mm. and then uh, recently uh, we have started mentioning mentioning it in our ebook okay so so they can come and join the community so these are the places you know when uh, when somebody is interested in your page you know they can definitely join in your community when somebody is watching your youtube video they know about you they know your product so that so they can so these are the prospective uh, members who will join your community or you you go to facebook pages which are similar to yours so the members in that group may be your prospective customers you know, maybe your prospective prospective community members so you go you go and join a facebook page which is similar to yours and start interacting that and from there you can build the community right have you also tried to sell on facebook or other social media channels like sell directly because i think that's becoming a trend nowadays right i mean social e-commerce have you tried to do that at all <laughs> from the day we have started our website we have been doing it like we have been helping customers place orders through facebook instagram or whatsapp okay whatever way possible we accept the orders and we place orders for them so ah. we have been doing it for a long time okay <laughs> that's good that's really good so you 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 are really utilizing social media in so many different ways for your brand <laughs> yeah 
Um, so what, what advice do you have for somebody who wants to sell in India, you know, any kind of product and uh, maybe specifically related to your crafts and stationary kind of products? Let's talk about that because that's, uh, you know, your expertise. So anybody who wants to sell in the Indian market and they are from outside of India, what advice do you have for them? Okay. Uh, India, in a sense, is a big country, and yeah. Amazon India has a lot of Indian sellers who sell made in India products. Apart from this, we also have Chinese sellers who are selling in Amazon India. Yeah. <laughs> for elderly, <laughs> being a big competition for Indian sellers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, the prices of uh, products that are being sold in India is not really high. And uh, when competing with uh, Chinese sellers, we, we are forced to sell at a lesser price. Mm. So, you know, the margin in India for uh, uh, stationary products are really less. Okay. So, unless, you know, uh, if the product is not made in India or China and they find a big uh, supply demand gap, you can pitch in and you can start selling products in India. But otherwise, I, I feel there are better markets to sell than Amazon India. Okay. What about some of the other marketplaces in India, like, um, uh, you know, Flipkart and uh, what's the other one? There are a few others, right? I mean, Amazon and Flipkart, I guess, are the top ones. Amazon, I, Amazon is the big boss. Yeah. Or he's a small brother. <laughs> yeah. So do you sell on the other websites as well? Yes, we sell on them. Okay, but the sales are definitely higher on Amazon India, right? Okay, okay. Okay, so uh, what kind of advice do you have for somebody who is just starting their e-commerce business? For somebody who's starting now, uh, I would recommend you to start a business uh, which is around your passion. So now when you have a business around your passion, you can really connect with your customers. You can understand what their pain points are. And you can understand uh, what is the need of need in the market there and how you can uh, provide service for the need or provide products for the need, how you can uh, solve a problem. So all these you can understand only if uh, you are from the same, you, if you have the same passion. So now start building an e-commerce business around your passion and then start building a community around you. Now this itself is a, will start bringing you business. Once you have set up a basic business, go around the world, marketplaces like Amazon and some other marketplaces. Don't rely only on your e-commerce business for your income. Go around uh, the marketplaces and build your business there. And then drive traffic, traffic from those marketplaces to your e-commerce business. Mm -hmm. Now, this will help you in two ways. So it brings you more customers for your e-commerce business. Second, uh, you have more margins in your own business, in your own e-commerce website. So it helps in two ways. So this is the advice I'll give for the aspiring e-commerce business owner. Yeah. 
Yeah, I really like that advice because many times what happens is, um, you know, people who want to sell on Amazon, they just look for one product. Like they go to Helium 10 and they do some research and they try to find the keywords where there's less demand, sorry, less competition and high demand and there's a gap in the market. And they're just selling like one product here, then they sell another product that's in a totally different um, niche altogether. So I feel that's not really a long-term sustainable business. I mean, you have to build a brand around a specific category, a specific niche, like what you're doing. You know, you really focus on crafts and that's what you do really, really well. And uh, that sort of a business is sustainable and you can grow it, right? I mean, you can, you sell on one marketplace first, then you sell on another one, then you go into retail. So that's something that you can grow, but just selling one random product a month I think that will not be sustainable in the in the long term. So that is really, really good advice, Priya. Thank you so much for that. Um, okay, so it's been really nice talking to you, Priya, and uh, you've given such a lot of uh, you know great insight to all of our audiences over here. So thank you so much for that. And um, I hope to meet you in person someday soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, hopefully next April. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Priya, you have a good day. Thank you so much for your Thanks time. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Megna. You're welcome. Take care. Bye.